Who has control of your energy? That might be a strange question for me to ask, but as you'll learn in this week's podcast, having control of your energy and who is in control of your energy is really a question that will give you a lot of insight into why you feel powerless and helpless in certain situations and how you can fix it. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. Before I begin speaking about the topic of who or what controls your energy, I want to ask you this question. What do you think your energy is? Is it how you manifest, create, live your life, and how to get motivated? We hear a lot of talk about energy today, and it's a big topic, but what exactly is it and what exactly does it mean? Do we ever really stop to think about how we define energy or what that actually is and what our relationship to it is? What if there was another way to define your energy, one that gave it deeper meaning and value to you? What if you saw yourself as an energetic being, which is how we see ourselves, but also as a steward of divine energy? And as that steward, it was your job to protect, support, use, and expand that energy in the best way possible. Would that change how you view energy? Keep that in mind as we talk about who or what controls your energy. If I asked you who controls your energy, you'd probably say you do. But is that really true? While you are in control of your energy as its steward, whoever or whatever has control over it in any moment depends on many factors such as distractions, guilt, shame, past experiences, current fears, and your beliefs about success, deserving, worthiness, and how much you trust yourself. This is what's in control of your energy and while you may have control in theory, you relinquish control every time you second-guess yourself, limit your options, or doubt your abilities. You also relinquish control as soon as you allow your guilt to make your choices or your shame group to manipulate your energy. And if you've taken my guilt and shame course, you know exactly what I'm talking about. To fully engage in any meaningful transformation, you have to be in control of your energy and not let distractions, fear, or anything else take over the process of how you focus, direct, channel, and use your energy. So when it comes to your energy, how do you maintain control? And in a moment, we're going to talk about how you lose control or give control away. 
What energy tools can you use to ensure that you have access to and control of all of your energy all the time? Now remember, this doesn't mean that people will respect your energy boundaries or accept your decision to be in control of your energy. You'll probably be challenged by people who have been using your energy to power their lives or manipulate you and who do not want you to change that setup. But with strong energy tools in place, you'll be able to withstand and ignore the challenges that you face whenever you decide to transform your life and shift your energy use methods. To really be in control of your energy, you need tools that will help you be in charge and learn to use your energy to your benefit and for what it was intended, like manifesting, creating miracles, empowering new potentials, becoming more aware, and transforming your life in new ways. The three energy tools I'm going to talk about today are grounding, choosing and integrating energy frequency and energetic consent. Grounding is the process of ensuring that you stay in your physical body in the face of a challenge. Disassociation, a topic that I have recently addressed, is a real problem for many of us, especially emotional and energy empaths. What am I talking about disassociation? Let me give you an example. Many of you who are light workers, light beacons who are known to be empaths have challenging relationships with your families and often particularly your mother. Let's say your phone rings and you look at the number, it's your mother. And you know that every connection, every communication with your mother is challenging. Maybe she argues with you, maybe she criticizes you, maybe it's a demand, maybe she's needy. There are all kinds of different challenges that arise in the mother relationship. Soon as you see that number, your heart sinks. You don't want to answer the phone. You don't want to talk to her. You know you probably have to because if you don't answer that time, she'll call you 10 more times. And what happens? You just leave your body. The powerful, empowered part of you just goes away. You disassociate. You feel helpless and you feel powerless in that situation and you don't want to address it. So when you answer the phone, you are in a lower vibration you just want to get the conversation over. You're not going to argue. You're going to try not to engage. You're just going to say what needs to be said and then hang up the phone. You're not empowered in that moment. You have disassociated. And if this is an issue with you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So learning how to ground your energy, not just the physical grounding, but also a spiritual and energetic grounding will help you stop disassociating because it will keep your energy field intact and it will empower you even in the face of the most challenging relationships. But traditionally taught methods of grounding can focus on the physical reality at the expense of the spiritual. I've always taught a two-part grounding method that grounds in the physical and in the light so it's a more balanced grounding. And the reason I teach it this way is because those of you who are not comfortable in physical reality, solely grounding on a physical level is very difficult for you. You need the balance of spiritual energy. You need the balance of light to enforce the grounding, but to actually create the grounding in a way that you feel comfortable with and that you can actually work with. 
The second energy tool is choosing and integrating energy frequency. Did you know that you can pick an energy, any energy, frequency and vibration and bring it into your energy field? Now, you won't be able to align with it or integrate it unless it's right for you. And you'll bring an energy at a frequency and vibration that matches your own. But it's easy to do and anyone can do it. You use your breath. The most important energy tool you have to bring energy into your physical body and energy field as well as to release energy that you no longer want to embody. The reason I say your breath is your most important energy tool, and you've heard me say this many times before, is because breath is literally our tool for living. You can live, what, two weeks without food, five days without water, and about four minutes without breathing. Breath is the one thing we all do all the time from the moment we're born until you take your last breath and the moment you pass away. Breath is more than just bringing oxygen into your body so you can stay alive. It's also an important tool for managing your energy, frequency, and vibration. If you will look at breath that way, you will suddenly treat your breathing and your breath much differently. The third energy tool I want to talk about is energetic consent. This is your agreement as to how your energy is being used in your life and in the world. This is one of our superpowers, one that we don't even know we have, the ability to focus and channel energy. Did you know you had this ability? I first wrote about it in 2015 because it was important for us to come together as a community of light and start learning how to focus our energy and to create energy paradigms that we agree to in the world. How many of you right now consent to a world that's in total chaos, that's corrupt, that's run by global megalomaniacs where you are forced to do things and locked in your home and they declare war and they ruin people's lives? None of us consent to that. And yet we don't realize that by declaring our energetic consent for the kind of world we want to live in for ourselves and for all of humanity, we actually have the ability to change the energy in the world because we function at the level of the Earth's grid as well as in our own energetic paradigm. When we understand our power of energetic consent, we can become more powerful stewards of our energy and use it and expand it in much more empowering ways than we have currently been doing. Again, on an individual and a collective basis. So let me give you an example of energetic consent. So say, for example, you have someone in your life who is able to manipulate you through guilt or who's part of your shame group. And every interaction with these people is going to center around guilt or shame. If you say no, they make you feel guilty. If you try and assert yourself or you do something that they don't agree with, they'll shame you for it. And you really dislike these interactions and dislike these exchanges, and I don't blame you. So you know they're using your energy to manipulate you. Do you consent to that? Do you agree with it? Because if you remember... One of the most powerful affirmations that I've shared with you that since 2005 that millions of people around the world use every day because it's so powerful and it works so well is 
everyone in my life loves, honors, and respects me. So if you consent to have love, honor, and respect in your life, then any kind of treatment that does not love, honor, and respect you does not get your energetic consent. So when you declare your energetic consent to being treated with love, honor, and respect, what you do is you disengage from any interaction that doesn't embody love, honor, and respect. It doesn't necessarily require you to challenge everyone who doesn't treat you with love, honor, and respect, but it prevents you from having your energy manipulated and used against you by people who use guilt and shame to manipulate you and to make you do what they want. Does that make sense to you? Let me give you an example. You know because you have experience with people who can easily make you feel guilty or you even make yourself feel guilty or who can shame you in different situations. What if instead of looking at these relationships and these interactions with absolute dread and keeping your mouth shut and just staying quiet and suffering through them, you go into them saying, I declare that my energy will be used in these relationships to foster love, honor, and respect. So because everyone in my life loves, honors, and respects me. When you refuse to engage in the misuse, the abuse, and the manipulation of your energy on any level, you declare your energetic consent. You declare how your energy is going to use, and you give permission for your energy to be used only in specific ways. So when you declare, give a declaration of energetic consent that says, I only allow my energy to be used in ways that benefit me, that honor me, that show me love and show me respect, then you cut the ties to all of the uses, misuses or abuses of your energy in any other way. Now, you don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to challenge these people in your life. But what they find out is that when you no longer engage energetically, they suddenly have nothing to use against you or to get you to do what they want. Remember, guilt and shame are all about manipulation. Guilt is emotional manipulation and shame is energetic manipulation. So when you don't engage, they can't manipulate you. They have no power over you. Without understanding your power of energetic consent, you allow yourself to be manipulated because you don't know, because nobody taught you, that it's a very simple matter of drawing stronger energy boundaries that allows you to have control over your energy. When do you need to use energy tools and how are they relevant to you? Have you ever been in a conversation with someone and you get so upset that you just want to run away, you can't think straight, and you don't know what to do or say? That's because, as I said earlier, you get ungrounded and you disassociate. You leave your body, you retreat, you look for the nearest exit, and you agree to anything just to avoid the confrontation. How many times have you done this before? Don't be shy. We all do it. All of us have had that experience, and very often it's with a family member. Why would you want to shift your energy frequency and vibration? When you want to feel empowered, when you need an energy boost, when you're facing a difficult 
difficult situation or a difficult person, or you need to motivate yourself to take action. We are in control of our energy frequency and we can change it at will. You've seen how this happens. Think about someone you're angry with right now or someone who upsets you and notice what happens to your energy. As soon as you think about that person and the possibility of having to connect with them again, your energy drops. All your energy level goes down. You feel helpless, powerless, unable to cope. I don't want to do this. I can't stand another interaction with them. Admit it. You know it. I know it too. I've been there as well, just like you. Now remember that you can align with and integrate a frequency and vibration any frequency and vibration that you want at any time. Now you're you're only going to align with what's possible for you, but you can still create a tiny shift in your energy that can make a big difference in your life. Now that you know you have energy tools you can use, let's go back to the topic of who or what controls your energy. When you're not directly in control of your energy, you're allowing someone or something else to control it. We give our power away. Other people do not take our power from us. We hand it to them on a platter and say, here's my power, just use it. This doesn't mean you have to be extra vigilant and stand guard on your energy all day, although with some people that might be the case. But the use of your energy always has to be deliberate and intentional. That's why the energetic consent power is so important. Let's look at a few areas that might be a challenge for you. Think of someone you've always had difficult meetings or conversations with, so much so that you dread every visit. How do you feel when you're thinking about them and the possibility of a future meeting? Does your heart sink, your stomach churn, and you're dreading every second because you know it will be a total disaster and you'll walk away feeling sad, angry, and frustrated? What would it take for you to feel empowered in that situation? When I ask clients this, before I teach them how to use energy tools, they think that the only way to handle the situation powerfully is to avoid the person entirely. And that's the only way for them to stay safe and avoid any drama and suffering and pain. But after they learn the energy tools, they find that they feel much differently and can confidently be around people they once avoided. Not because the other person did anything differently, but because they did. They learned to manage their energy, control their frequency and vibration, set their declaration of energetic consent, and being shielded by all of this, they have control over what transpires in these formerly challenging situations. What would you have to do differently to feel in control of your energy every moment you're around people that you think are difficult and challenging and who upset you? Now, you might say, I just avoid them entirely, which is one way of handling it, but it's not a very effective way, and it's not a very empowered way. You can do more. You can't change their behavior, but you can change how you consent, how you give permission for them to interact with you and how you use your energy to interact with them. Because it is possible when you use your energy tools and you stay in control of your energy. Now more than ever, we need to be in control of our energy on the individual level and be aware of our energy on the collective level and not allow it to be controlled by others. 
And the way to do that is to learn how to use energy tools so we can truly learn how to be in control and maintain control of our energy resources as stewards of divine energy. Once we start seeing ourselves not as just containers for energy because that's what we are, but as stewards of divine energy, and our job is to support, use, expand, and share that energy with the world, then our definition of energy and how we see energy is totally different. We also need to really be in control so that our definition of control isn't that we avoid any challenging or difficult people or conversations. We can't hide from the world to maintain our energetic security. There is an alternative. We can use energy tools to implement a fully grounded and balanced energy field where our spiritual and material aspects operate in synergy where one is not seen as being better or worse than the other, where we avoid getting distracted by the distractions around us and not letting our emotions mirror what we feel or sense from others. With your energy grounded and balanced, you learn how to choose your frequency and vibration, and then you learn how to use your superpower of energetic consent, and that puts you on the path and in the seat of energetic sovereignty. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.